Hi, it's 8 o'clock. Uh, it's November the 1st. Coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. It's Transmit with Gummo and Ice. Welcome back to another edition of Transmit. This is show number 13. I'm your host, Gummo, and also on the show tonight, somewhere warm and somewhere in a southerly direction, we have Ice. Ice, can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. All good. Good. How, how, how's it going, man? Can you, uh, you know, our connection's kind of weird tonight, man, but uh, so crystal clear, loud and clear, all that, all that fun stuff? Yeah, good. We're, we're we're straight sexy over here. We're straight sexy over here. <laughs> you know, uh, the, well, uh, wow. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, everybody. This is uh, as I said. This is Gummo and uh, the uh, Gummo and Ice, and this is the show. Transmit. Uh, we're coming to you live from Chicago. It's November the first, and uh, we wanted to welcome you to another uh, edition of the uh, show. Basically, our show is about um, looking at life through a hacker's perspective and bringing you, you know, some news, some information, some gossip, some events, you know, the standard flair kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, with a chuckle or two here and there, and that's what we're here to do is uh, make you uh, smile for once, uh, at least once uh, a week or at least once an hour or for an hour once a week or however you want to look at that. So... Uh, yeah, I am your host, Gummo. Uh, who am I? I'm a former black hat, uh, and you can listen to the other shows for all of the other descriptive information, all of the hoo-hahs about who I am and why I'm here and all of that fun stuff. Uh, and as I said, uh, on, on the, uh, 
on the call box tonight, we have ice and somewhere warm. Ice uh, has been uh, a good friend of mine for quite a number of years now, and uh, he's decided to come on here and uh, help help uh, help me show me how to do this because I certainly have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, but I'm feeling my way through the uh, show as I go along, and you know, I guess that's what it's all about, really. So. Uh, with that said, let's get the show off the ground, uh, and getting it off the ground. Basically today is, uh, November the 1st and November, November the 1st means that this is show number 13. Ice dude, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the 13th show here. Uh, I never thought I would get through it, man. Uh, or get to it actually, because, uh, you know, in the previous shows I've, uh, you know, I, I have confessed and professed uh, that I really have no broadcasting experience whatsoever, but here I am doing a radio show and a podcast all at the same time. And um, again, man, thanks for jumping on the show uh, here with me, and uh, I really appreciate uh, having you here with me. Uh, it's kind of a blessing. And with that said, yesterday was Halloween, man. Did you go trick-or-treating or what? Oh man! Uh, you know what? Why don't you start? What were you for Halloween? You know, <laughs> <laughs> since I know you love Halloween so much, what did you do? What did you dress up as? I, uh, you know, I, I could sit here and go on and on and on, and uh, <laughs> I, I tried many different looks. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, but in the end, I uh, just decided to uh, kind of you're a little out. torn. You- you were torn with your outfit because I remember you, you you mentioned maybe you were going to be Bruce Janer, but then you kind of switched and then you went to the Kate is it Kate Catlin Janer? So you you yeah, don't know yeah. were you were you Bruce or you were you Catlin? You know I was I was going to I was you know <laughs> that's that's <laughs> you know I don't know man you know I tried a couple looks uh, I really wasn't happy with either one of them so I backed <laughs> off. Uh, very cautiously, and uh, gave out uh, some Hershey bars to the uh, kiddies. Uh, you know what? For me, I enjoy. I think Halloween's a great. Uh, it, it can be a. It can be a fun uh, time of the year. Uh, yeah. I enjoy it for. The, I, I'm more of a spectator. It's a spectator sport for me, uh, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the females. You know, ninety percent of them put on their like their their they sexify their outfits. The other 10% are, are stuffed animals, and, and you want nothing right. to do with them. But uh, for me, it was about hanging like 1,500 lights for a uh, wedding party that uh, uh, I'm going to be attending. It's actually my cousin's wedding party. You know, nowadays, you know, you don't just get married. You have like a warm-up party before, then you do like a shower, and then you oh, do the wow. actual wedding. And now we're doing like a wedding party for like the other side of the family that wasn't able to actually attend because it was a, uh, out of, uh, the country, a destination wedding. So, um, so now you've got like the other half, uh, more or less coming to the, to the party to see, you know, the, the bride and the groom. So, um, I got stuck, wow. uh, hanging, honestly, 1500 light bulbs, 1500 light bulbs. And it's, and it's not Christmas lights. It's like wedding, like yeah. for the wedding. And, um, <laughs> So in the process, though, this is the interesting thing. I wish I wish we could have like an electrical engineer call uh, call in on the show because I'm kind of curious to know uh, what effect this actually has. So you know, when you're hanging lights in the house, whether they're Christmas lights or whatever, sometimes the plugs have fuses in them, right? right. Um, and we kept 
and now now keep in mind, I, honest to God, there was like over a thousand lights, you know, strands going back and forth from like the the roof of the house to the basically the fence, you know, and it's about eight mm -hmm. feet in the air, and and we didn't think to check the lights before we put them up. By the way, so we just we were just <laughs> going to town. We were just going to town. And then next thing you know, we're like, okay, cool, man. Why don't, what do you think? We should probably plug these babies in and let's see what it looks like, right? So we plug them in. Next thing you know, like three or four strands go out like immediately. They go on and then bam, they go out. And you're like, what the hell? You know, what What in the world are we, what are we going to do? Do we have to change a bulb, whatever? So yeah. nonetheless, we figured out a tactic that fuses inside the plug, right? They kept, they kept blowing for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We, we had plenty of power dispersed. I don't know what the situation was. <laughs> Nevertheless, if you wrap if you wrap the fuses in tin foil and you put them back in, obviously in their slots, they will bypass and it worked. And we got everything working. It was the weirdest thing. I, I don't know if you know that or if you've ever been down that road before. I don't know what kind of issues we're going to cause over time. We obviously didn't have the lights running for that long. I wouldn't recommend it in somebody's house if you don't know exactly what it's trying to accomplish, but. Nevertheless, man, if you're having fuse problems in plugs, use tinfoil. Wrap the whole fuse in tinfoil, <laughs> and it will work. It will work. It doesn't even it, matter it if it's work. blown. It will it work. It will work. It will. Uh, it will work. You might you might blow something up in the house, a plug or whatever, but it will work, and it's actually awesome. It's a lifesaver. So I had to get that out. That's what I did for Halloween. Man, you know, all I'm going to say is. Uh, just have a fire extinguisher handy. That, okay. The house. Yeah, and, and you'll be good. Tin to go. foil, tin foil, <laughs> and a fire extinguisher, and a fire extinguisher, and you can and handle any go. kind of Christmas light setup ever. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so we solved that problem. We solved that problem. <laughs> you know, it's uh, well, you you at least had a, uh, a lot more excitement than I. You know, of course, I. Uh, you know, I tried a couple uh, different uh, looks, and uh, you know, I, I was invited to a few uh, gatherings, uh, whatnot. But uh, in the end, man, I just wasn't. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I just didn't feel like uh, playing the Halloween game this year. So, you know, I, uh, I don't know. You know, now here's 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 what's coming. Here's where a little bit of weirdness is coming from me, uh, because you know, you know me uh, quite well, Ice, and you know that. Uh, I, I I I do not watch television, but uh, when I was uh, sick last month, I uh, downloaded and installed the uh, HBO Now uh, app for Roku, and I have literally been watching uh, HBO. Now, not literally watching it, but I've had the app just streaming like movies, and, and it's it's just listening to the movies, you know, while preparing dinner or after a long day, uh, you know, I come home, I, I, I flip, I flip it on and it's, it's really, it, it, you know, it, it's really soothing, I suppose, you know, with, with, you know, no commercials and, and the, the whole look and feel of HBO. And so, uh, you know, long story short, I, I elected to warm up my Halloween evening with, uh, HBO and, I actually uh, turned on uh, a scary movie. I guess it, it's it's a scary movie, uh, but uh, I forgot what the name of it already. What, was it was it scary. a Friday the Thirteenth or was it a Freddy Krueger? Were you going Jason versus Freddy? <sighs> no, uh, Exorcist, crazy. Oh, Exorcist, crazy. 
Yeah, it was kind of like that. Actually, now I remember the name of the movie. It was uh, it was called The Omen, and it was uh, oh, it was Exorcist crazy. Yeah, and it was it. There was actually two versions, and this version was actually from 2006, and it was uh, it was it was a good movie, uh, and uh, I enjoyed that, and sort of uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I went to I went uh, I went around uh, to the bodego. Uh, I bought uh, f- uh, four cases of the uh, Hershey bars. You know the the you know Hershey bars. You know the, the they cost a buck, and uh, so I bought four cases. And the and the uh, manager was pretty mad at me for buying all of the Hershey bars. But uh, I handed uh, you know I gave dude. You know I I spoiled everybody that came by. You know I gave them two full size Hershey bars, and I, I had them I had them lined up. Man, they were piled up out out. Uh, out front and uh it was it was funny so uh sp- you know so spent, uh, as a kid you know as a kid <laughs> we always remembered those houses if you remember back in the day you know especially when we were kids like halloween yeah. was serious business and when you yeah. came across a house that was giving out full-size candy bars you were mm-hmm. looping around that house a few times dude you know what I mean? You you take, it. Yeah. You, oh yeah. You know, I like if I'm a ninja, I'll I like I'll take off that ninja face and I'll just be like a karate <laughs> dude. Every time I go around, man, I'll be something else. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's I, w- I was that guy, and yeah, the uh, the kids were <laughs> yeah. I I know you know I noticed them uh, coming back and and forth, but uh, you you know I, I spent three hundred fifty bucks on Hershey bars, and and I I I, I think I got uh, plenty of smiles and a lot of uh, uh, k- uh, repeat customers coming uh, for the uh, free goods. So it was good. Uh, I was I was that guy on the block that was uh, handing out the good stuff. So uh, you know, it made me smile and. Uh, uh, you know, you know. Well, I got a so, I got a question for you. I got a funny sure, question for you. What What is the funniest thing you have ever received at a house on Halloween as a kid, if you can remember? Like, what was the most hilarious thing that somebody gave you for like a Halloween treat or whatever the heck they were giving out? Uh, well, you know, I I grew. You, you know, you you know, I'm from the South. I, I was, uh, you know, so I'm from. Uh, uh, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. And so growing up in, yeah, so a lot of, a lot of weird segments back home in, uh, Florida. But, uh, I would say the weirdest thing that, uh, I got, uh, for Halloween was, uh, gator tail on a stick. Yeah. you just took it away there there's nothing i can i can't counter there's no way to counter that <laughs> no shit man it was uh it, it was literally you know they you know we walked up to the uh house uh there was a couple uh big uh pickup trucks out front you know with uh uh, you know, um, beer everywhere and, uh, people with long beards and loud, uh, rock and roll. And it was, uh, you know, just walking up to the house would seem to be a challenge when you're a youngster, but, uh, you know, they're like, come on up here. Yeah. We got all this free. And, and so this, this, uh, very inebriated, uh, lady of the house, uh, was giving out gator tail on, uh, popsicle sticks. And, uh, I had never forgotten that. I, th- I thought it was the most strangest uh, thing that ever I had received. And she, you know, it's not like it, 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 they came off. They, you know, she was grilling these th- or th- whoever was grilling these things. Gator's good. Gator's not. <laughs> gator's good. I have had gator, but yeah, yeah, I have Depends had gator, and it's really good. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be that you know if they're grilling it, it's one you know it, it, that you can almost eat anything 
if it's grilled, yeah. right? But if you mm-hmm. start getting a little crazy on the stovetop, you know, then it could get a little rough. But <laughs> yeah, and I I never forgotten that it it was so weird. And uh, I'll I'll know. What about you? What was the weirdest thing you had ever? Uh, well, I, I, you know, the, the listen, the strangest thing. I think it happened once or twice. But one I remember, you know, the most is going up, and the guy had this big ass like bowl, right? And he's like. Just one hand, just one hand. And I'm just like, what? And it was filled with pennies. And you had one hand to grab as many pennies as you can. And I'm thinking to myself, and I, and I look at my dad, I'm like, dude, when did he put some quarters in here? What the fuck am I going to do with a handful of pennies? I can't buy shit with like 30 pennies. I mean, that's all I can grab in my little. You got to remember, I don't have paws, man. I got little hands, dude. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not like I'm coming out of there with more than 50 cents, man. <laughs> so, you know, I get pissed off, man, when a guy's got pennies, man. So I'm scarred for life. If I ever come up to a house or I got kids with me and dude's got pennies, we're out of there. Um, wow. So that, that wow. yeah, that you know, and it's just interesting how, you know, somebody would come up with an idea like that, you know, and it, it, I guess it could be appealing if you're really, really young. But again, yeah. the younger you are, the smaller your hands are the less you're going to yeah. get, you know? So yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, you're just, at the end of the day, he's robbing you. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you're taking those fucking pennies <laughs> off his hands. <laughs> All right? He's trying Never to get rid of that, that way. Cause, Yeah, because yeah, he don't have a bank account. He ain't going to the bank to cash that shit. So yeah. he's got nowhere to put those pennies, man. So he's like, you know what? Let these kids take these pennies out of here. So, oh, yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, this would be the strangest thing I come across. Wow, no gator funny. on the stick. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, I've, I've gotten pennies uh, before, but I, that's, that's a new twist on an, on an old, uh, yeah, wow, <laughs> that's, that's tripping me out, man. Uh, you know, we got a big show lined up tonight, Ice. Uh, so we're, we're going to dive right into uh, a public service announcement uh, first off, and um, you, you know, one, one thing, folks, that uh, if you haven't learned by now. Uh, that is when you get in a car, you should put on your seatbelt. Uh, and so with that said, uh, you, you know, you, you really should pay attention to putting on your seatbelt, making sure that your, uh, you know, whatever vehicle that you are riding in, whether it's a motorcycle, cab, whatever car, especially if you're driving a car, uh, you, you really want to uh, make sure that you uh, have your seatbelt on. Uh, I, I have a good friend of mine, Raquel. She uh, she was just recently uh, in an automobile accident, and uh, fortunately, she was she's uh, on the mend. And uh, my best wishes to her uh, for a speedy recovery. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, not the same fate uh, bestowed uh, Richard. Uh, Panama- a guy named Richard uh, from Glendale, California. Uh, recently, authorities removed the body of uh, tw- of the of a twenty year old Burbank man from a five freeway sign Friday morning in Glendale, California, after the driver lost control of his car and was ejected. California Highway Patrol received a call about seven a.m. about the driver of a Ford Fiesta traveling traveling recklessly down the southbound 5 freeway just north of California 134. Shortly afterwards, though, the car collided with another car, overturned, and the driver was ejected. Uh, And uh, 
the driver actually landed on the freeway sign, uh, you know, the the big freeway sign above, you know, over the road. Uh, and uh, he he was ejected and landed on the Colorado Street uh, street exit ramp sign and therefore uh, was uh, expired at that point. And uh, my condolences uh, sincerely to uh, the gentleman, his family, and, and his friends and everybody uh, around him. But, uh, you know, they, they, the police officers... <clears throat> Excuse me. The police officers uh, on scene, uh, the California Highway Patrol officers, said that uh, they had never seen anything like that before. And uh, I, I don't know about you, man, but uh, it, quite, quite bizarre. Uh, talk about, uh, you know, talk about, you know, final destination kind of thing, man. I mean, wow. I mean, I mean, it, it, as it's all happening, you know, it's it's all happening so fast. But I'm just trying to figure out, you know, physically, how you fly up in an accident. I mean, obviously, they would have probably had to turn, overturn the car, or something. I just don't know how you go up in the air. He must have, you know, popped up or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, the yeah. fact that you know that thing's like thirty or forty feet in the air, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no, not like yeah. it, it's not a, it's not a stop sign, dude. It's a highway like sign. You yeah, know, 30, yeah. 40 feet in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, and, I don't know how, I don't know how that happened. Trip. Yeah, yeah. He just, he just got caught up in the sign, man. I mean, <laughs> maybe they need to make the sign a little higher. You know, I don't know. It's crazy, though, the fact that that, that, that could happen. You know, it's just, just uh, that's wild. That's wild, crazy yeah. stuff. That's yeah, called wild and, and crazy. De- definitely some uh, crazy shit, man. I mean, you know, looking at the car... Uh, it looks like he was driving a little Ford Festiva and, uh, it, ice, if you can see my screen, man, you can see the actual, uh, ladder, the fire engine ladder hoisting the body down, uh, which is just, the whole scene is just weird. Yeah. It's 40, 50 in the air, 40, 50 feet in the air. And then, you know, in the, in the conversation, he was supposedly, he was driving recklessly leading up to this. Somebody called in previously and said, hey, there's a car driving recklessly on the highway. And then, yeah. lo and behold, he ended up on the highway sign at some point. So I don't know what that's all about, but that's very unfortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah wear your seatbelt. Wear your seatbelt. Yeah. That's it. Just wear your seatbelt. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah especially let's if you're a young, young kid. You know what I mean? You got young kid. Just put, make sure everyone got their seatbelt on, period. Yeah, you can't stress that enough. I've I've seen some pretty awful uh, accidents, and uh, you know, wow, when you land on a freeway sign, man, I mean, jeez, that's 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 rough, man. That is rough. (sighs) (laughs) Moving on, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it's it's still moving on, moving on. I mean. You know, uh, but even yeah, but even smaller accidents. You know, it can be a thirty-five mile an hour fender bender, and you don't have your seatbelt on, and you can get into some serious trouble. So you know, it, you don't have to be going Mach ten, whatever speed he was going. You could go, you know, he was going to the sound of light. I mean, I I don't know how yeah. in the world you can fly at forty feet in the air on a sign, but you know, that's um, crazy, man. yeah, that that's just, that that's unreal. Um, I mean, they're going to start, I mean, you know, next thing, next thing they're going to start doing is putting parachutes in cars. (laughs) I mean, that's rude, but I'm just saying maybe, 
maybe instead of airbags. Maybe, maybe that's what we, what we need. Yeah. yeah. We need parachutes, too. Parachutes and airbags. Parachutes for president. I'd say, yeah. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> that is still weird, man. It's fucking weird. Uh, folks, uh, again, thanks for tuning in to the show. We really uh, appreciate you uh, tuning in. We've been getting a lot of um, feedback about the show, and thank you so much. The feedback has been uh, great. It's been great feedback. I got a few emails uh, from a few people that said that we suck, but whatever. Uh, here is a brief though I want to uh, bring up right in the beginning beginning of the show, and basically, uh, we are set. We've got the board set up for uh, having people call in, uh, Q and A's, questions, questions and answers, and stuff like that. And so that's coming along further. Uh, we, we we soon will be taking live calls on the show. And that uh, is something that uh, we are all looking forward to. Uh, but for now, uh, it, it, it was given. I was given uh, the sole discretion of when uh, I think we are ready to begin that uh, additional venture into the uh, show. So that's coming up. When I don't know what show number that's coming up. I don't know, but uh, pretty soon. Uh, I do want to have some uh, people calling in, and uh, I, I've already sp spoken to a few people uh, and interviewed them. How I got through those interviews, I don't know, but uh, they, they will also be coming on future shows as well. And uh, so, yeah, we will be having a live call-in segment uh, soon, and so that's something to look forward to uh, in the show because... Uh, you know, we're on show number 13 and I, and I feel like I'm getting, uh, a, a, you know, better at this. And I feel that, uh, everybody, uh, every, everybody involved in this, it's just not me, uh, you know, sitting behind a, a computer and a microphone. There's, there's about nine people involved in this, uh, putting this, uh, thing together to bring it to you every weekend. Uh, everybody volunteers their time to do this. And so, uh, with that said, I, I want to thank everybody uh, behind the scenes that uh, helped me put this uh, thing together and get it off the ground. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we will uh, have live uh, call-in segments coming in real soon. Uh, I, I just don't feel like I'm ready for that yet here on the show. I, I feel like there's still a lot to cover and uh, until I'm ready to uh, start taking some live calls. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, I'll, I'll let everybody know. Uh, I guess that's what I, I need to say. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, you know, yeah, and you know, uh, we we've got the board set up. We we got the board two months ago. It's it's great. We've got everything patched in. Uh, and as you know, you you uh, you're you're calling from thousands of miles away, and uh, you sound like you're right here as well. So we've we we've ironed out most of the technical issues here. Uh, but uh, there's still a learning curve for me, and uh, I still want to uh, travel uh, down the down the beach a little bit before I start taking live calls. Because first of all, I, I've never done a radio show. Second of all, I've never done a radio show and taken live calls. So I, I want to make sure that uh, I somehow get uh, half of it right once I uh, initiate that uh, process. Moving along, uh, and then we're, we're going to jump right into uh, some some uh, interesting news from the past week. And there, I, I believe I, I'm not sure if I spoke on this la uh, last week or not, or, or the week prior actually. But uh, recently, there was uh, 
a data breach with a um, a uh, telecom telecom uh, provider uh, in the UK, and uh, that was uh, the the name of the company was Talk Talk, and basically uh clo- close to uh, uh, there was the uh, the the data the, the data breach actually was uh the you know about 5 million uh customer records being compromised uh in the breach uh and come to find out uh it w- it was a 15-year-old uh northern ireland boy who had uh, spearheaded the whole uh, data breach incidents, sort of hack, sort of uh, exploratory, sort of whatever he was after uh, against the talk talk. Uh, and so uh, also there was also a uh, 16-year-old uh, underage boy from West London uh, involved in the same hack. And now uh, comes to surface uh, a 20-year-old uh, man from Staffordshire uh, has become the third person to be uh, arrested over in this uh, cyber attack. They call it a cyber attack or whatever, uh, but basically, uh, it, it, you know, these kids were. I, I don't know if they were doing it for the lulls or if they were just uh, doing it to earn some cred or whatever. But uh, basically, uh, at, at one point, the uh, Talk Talk had mentioned that it was up to five million customer records and data and names and stuff like that. But uh, the uh, the provider seems to be uh, downplaying it uh, significantly from five million to uh, twenty eight thousand to fifteen thousand. Uh, so we, we'll see how that eventually turns out. Uh, but that was that was uh, it, it was it was an interesting uh, it was an interesting twist on. on this uh, particular uh, data breach because uh, this was a telecom company and the, you know, of all telecom uh, of anybody that you would suspect of, or, or, or any company that you would suspect to be safeguarding your data would be a telecom and uh, come so far come to light. Uh, there seems to be that this, uh, the company talk talk kept most of their customer data uh, unencrypted. And so that's, that you know, years ago that would be cause for concern, but now you know it. it that just just shows you that uh, there was ineffective security uh, from from the top down, from the uh, CIO, CTO, or director of IT, or whoever uh, was in charge of any of that that uh, miscellaneous data or or, or overall data. Uh, was asleep at the wheel and so uh you know if if you're if you're not protecting your customers data then uh if your people aren't protecting your customers data then you it's time for some new people talk talk at that point you know what i mean hey you know what they should have done they should have hired those two kids they could have got them for a steal (laughs) 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 you know what i mean red bull and uh doritos man it would have been good to go yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you know it's it, it you know it, you, the thing that baffles me is you know I mean come on man you know this is a this is a this is a pretty sizable telco and these guys aren't uh, it seems it, you know it seems that they're they're not uh, they're not protecting data as as accurately as they should and it, 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 what a shame man I mean because it just keeps happening over and over again and. 
you know whether whether or not the uh, these kids are doing it for the for the lulls or if or, or whether or not they're doing it to be initiated into a crew or whatever uh, you know it, it's it's not the kids fault you know it's it's the you know it, when you are asleep at the wheel uh, and you're not patching servers you're not updating your your infrastructure you're not protecting your infrastructure that's kind of what you get that's what you get tough world microsoft windows 10 man uh it just seems to stay in the news these days uh you know we know that windows 10 has already been downloaded and installed on uh, over 100 million pcs at this point Microsoft Windows 10 is the successor to the Windows 8 disaster that Microsoft uh, released back in 2012. And so there is this big push from Microsoft to get Windows 10 onto a lot of machines or to as many machines as possible so they can begin their next phase of uh, augmentation uh, with the operating system. And that, that augmentation and segmentation with the operating system comes with many, many, many devices and uh, things connecting and using uh, Windows 10. Uh, you know, there's there's a Windows 10 uh, version available for the Raspberry Pi, which is really cool. And there's also Windows 10. Did I just sing that shit? Uh, and there's also, <laughs> there, uh, the HoloLens is supposed to have Windows 10 built into it as well. So, uh, interesting to see that uh, Microsoft is really getting aggressive into getting Windows 10 into everyone's hand. Uh, and so um, soon, you know, if you are running um, w Windows version, uh, Windows 7, or, when, or any Windows version 8, uh, soon, uh, beginning soon, if not already, Microsoft will begin pushing Windows 10 automatically to um, your version of Windows uh, 7 or um, Windows 8. And it's, so it's going to download in the background and it's going to keep nagging you and nagging you and nagging you to update to Windows 10. The thing that's kind of weirded, weirded out about this whole thing is, uh, you know, Windows 10 is pretty large, man. You know, and I'm not saying that uh, people... I, I don't know. I, I don't know how many people are on uh, dial-up devices this day and age, uh, given the fact that you can go buy a 4G hand, handheld for uh, 100 bucks at Walmart. Uh, but there, there are still um, slow. Uh, there, there are still people that uh, access the internet uh, via slow fashion, and so if they're using Windows 7 or Windows 8 or to do this, uh, specifically with, a, you know, a, like, a, God forbid, a dial-up modem, uh, you know, this is a, Windows 10 is rather large. I believe it's between three and five gigabytes. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of it's it's weird, you know, uh, nevertheless, because, you know, that, that's, it's, it's just a large file, and it, to, to push out on somebody, I, th I think what, I think what Microsoft should do is uh, give people, you know, give people a notification and mail them out uh, some sort of a key fob or something like that. Um, get it in, 
get it in hands. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many options, so many things I suppose that can be done about this. But uh, as part of the plan to roll out the latest update already installed on millions of devices, customers using Microsoft 7, uh, Windows 7 or 8 could opt in for the upgrade. But uh, from next year, the system will uh, become a recommended update and automatically download. Uh, as a recommended update, any Microsoft user with automatic updates enabled the default setting and prompt uh, the, the, the default settings uh, and promoted by Microsoft as an effective uh, preventative of, uh, against security threats will download the new software. Uh, so you you know it, it's kind of weird that uh, Microsoft is pushing uh, Windows 10 to all of the uh, older versions of uh, Windows, but uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, Windows 10 itself, uh, while I praise its effectiveness for business, I certainly wouldn't use it for any uh, security-related security uh, issues. And um, there, there are a lot and, and, and a lot of security problems uh, or, or security and privacy uh, problems with Windows 10. And, and um, nothing new, I suppose, coming from Microsoft. But uh, nevertheless, uh, if you have Windows 7, Windows 8, look for your computer to automatically download Windows 10. So uh, you got, that, you got that going for you, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, Windows 10 is free right now uh, if you download it. So um, you know, you can uh, you, you know you get on the list of, or whatever. You just wait. You got to wait on the list or something for them. I don't think it's automatic, right? They've got a little bit of a waiting game for that right now. Well, no. Uh, actually, if you have uh, a valid installation of Windows 7 or Windows 8, you can go uh, and download a copy. of. You can do, go and download Windows 10 uh, and install it right away. Uh, what the deal is, uh, what's going on here, Ice, is basically it's, um, it's downloading Windows 10 uh, or starting next year, it will download Windows 10 automatically without your approval uh, to your computer, and and then it will nag you saying, "Hey, install Windows 10, install Windows 10." But what's kind of weird is it, it's downloading automatically, you know, and that's that's kind of you know an operating an operating system shouldn't be you know kind of weirded out. And, right. Yeah. Right. It's a little strange. So they they're up to you know they want they want everyone to get on the same page I guess they want everything working smoothly regardless of what you're trying to accomplish I think they're forcing that that issue yeah. but I mean that's a turn that's a little bit of a turnoff because I know yeah. you know a lot of you guys like to use those the old Windows ninety five even right I mean <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean or the beat hey don't give away Vista. my secrets you know what man. I mean sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love Windows Vista. It's pretty badass. That's what I'm trying to say. So I mean, that's not that's. I mean, so if, so if you're rocking that, will it automatically load up too on those guys? Uh, not on Windows Vista. Only on Windows Seven and Windows Eight. It will put. It will automatically start downloading Windows Ten. So I don't know. It's still weird though, man. I mean, it's just it's, it's just weird. I mean, you know, it's just weird. A lot of fun stuff going on over in China, folks. Uh, this past week, the um, USS uh, Lassen sailed within 12 nautical miles of an artificial island in the archipelago of 
the South China Sea or some shit like that. And the South China Sea, basically, here's the deal, folks. Uh, China, <laughs> China found an old reef in the middle of nowhere and started backfilling that reef in and, and actually started, uh, actually built an island out of the middle of, uh, in the middle of the South China Sea. Uh, and so here's the deal. The island is supposedly in international waters, disputed waters, uh, and, uh, basically it's, it's causing all kinds of crap because China is now saying, Hey, you know, this is sovereign China territory and now you are violating our space or whatever. And so, uh, quoting, uh, from the BBC, uh, China's naval commander has warned his U S counterpart against dangerous and provocative acts. Days after a U.S. warship sailed close to contested islands in the South China Sea, Admiral Wu Shenji said in a video conference that there was a risk that such minor incidents could spark war, according to the Navy. The U.S. said the talks were productive and the dialogue would be maintained. China's claim in the South China Sea are contested by its Asian neighbors. Uh, on Thursday, an international arbitration panel ruled that it's entitled to hear a case brought by the Philippines in its territorial dispute with China involving one group of islands in the South China Sea. Uh, the permanent court of arbitration based in The Hague rejected China's argument that the dispute was about sovereignty and so beyond its uh, remit. China's vice foreign minister, Liu Xinmin, said China would not accept nor participate in any case at the arbitration court. Uh, so um, in recent years, China has begun carrying out uh, land reclamation and construction projects on several reefs, prompting the U.S. to call for a halt on such efforts. China has argued that it, it is acting lawfully based on sovereign rights. Uh, on Tuesday, the U.S. sailed its guided missile destroyer. Last Tuesday, actually, uh, the United States sailed its guided missile destroyer USS Lassen inside the 12 nautical mile zone China claims around Subi and Mischief Reefs in the Spratly Archipelago. The U.S. said it was conducting routine operations in the South China Sea in accordance with international law, but China says it's illegal. So here's the, the, the it, it's getting weird uh, about this uh, because you have China building an island out of nothing in the middle of nowhere, and now they are claiming, and they really look, you know, now they are claiming that, uh, you know, that's sovereign China territory, and I've, you know, I've seen satellite photos of, of this uh, ice, and it, it, it is absolutely amazing what they are doing to this. Uh, they've, they've got. It, it looks like they've built a city in the middle of, of, of the ocean, man. It's, it's really the most bizarre thing I've, I've ever seen. Uh, and uh, well, they, yeah, yeah it, they do that in Dubai, uh, Dubai actually. Uh, you know, because they built so darn close to the shoreline. You know, they were building up. Uh, and not that this, they were doing anything wrong, but that, you know, that they were creating, like, places to put, like, beachfront property. So they were creating, like, islands and land. They just were dumping sand and sand and then created, you know, I mean, that's what they did all along their coast. 
because their city was yeah. too close to the ocean. They didn't have anywhere to put property, so they basically created land off of their coast uh, to build homes and stuff like that uh, for hundreds of billions of dollars. So, um, but the same same principle applies here. These guys are going in the middle of the ocean. They found a reef. They're creating a little island, and then they're calling it home. And then it's yeah. imposing. Yeah. It's not only just it, it, it's not only gained you know the U.S.'s attention, obviously, but I think mm -hmm. it causes issues with their neighbors too. And I'm sure that has oh, yeah. things to do with yeah. maybe maybe there's fishing rights probably that are, are you know that go into place here. I don't know. I mean, we're getting crazy, but you know at 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 a certain point, you know, because China's so big, you know, they're 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 at that point where it's like they're just trying to gain as much uh, space as they possibly can. And I think in doing so, you know, they're 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 knocking heads with their neighbors too. I don't think they're they're happy about the whole situation either. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 in the middle. It's 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 actually uh, in the middle uh, in the South China Sea, and it's 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 uh, it's 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 in a very provocative spot down there, and and uh, just looking at the photos uh, that are available currently are are uh, extremely. Uh, uh, enlightening looking at uh not not from the fact and and i'm not enlightened from the fact that uh china's uh you know building a, a city in the middle of nowhere what what i find interesting is the fact that uh you know we have the technology now to do that we have we man has the technology now to build create new land and that is simply truly amazing and with that said ice i believe the name of those islands uh in dubai are uh they they're the, they're called the palm islands and uh palm jumeirah and and palm jabel ali or something like that it's in dubai and uh you can see you can see those from space as well so the the, the chinese are using the exact same technique that uh they used uh to build the palm islands in dubai so um they also have the United, I think they, I think they have like the United States somewhere too, like reenacted like land that you can buy like states. You know that? I think yeah. I thought it was on. Yeah. I thought it was on the coast there too as well. I think there's another spot over there too that they were like doing some kind of crazy thing where they had like the 50 states, and then you could mm -hmm. buy like a state or something like that. I don't. I care. I don't know what was going on, but I I know there's a little bit more than just that palm. I think they got some. They got some other stuff going on over there. But it, like, it, like I said, it was kind of. It's interesting, you know, the technology behind that. But you know, uh, the, a lot of that land weathers away over time, and they have to kind of reestablish it a little bit too. So it's, it's not as solid as you think. It takes some tender, mm, loving yeah. care. You got to, yeah. There's some keep up there. Um, yeah. But, but still, it's it's so interesting. I mean, it's it's so remarkable how, you know. In in the middle of the ocean, you are building a a, a city. You know, you, you know, it, it literally it, it's literally a city in the middle of. I mean, you can walk to the end of this uh, island that they're building and fall off into the water, and it's it's it, 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 it's 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 true. Well, the interesting true. thing is in the 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 part that you have to have to wonder, and I'm sure that the the, the U.S. military is wondering is. It's not necessarily the building up, but the building mm. down can be tricky. Yeah. You can you can do a lot on these little islands. You can build down, you know, and, yeah. and have like a base sitting there, you know. So, you know, if it's sitting off and it's not on their land, then it, be, it poses a, a little bit of a problem for certain, you know, 
countries or governments or whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But, you know, yeah. if you can build up, you can build down. <laughs> hey, you know what we should talk about? <laughs> you know you know where I'm about to go with this. We should talk about deep underground military bases one day. Oh, and, uh, okay. no, the whole, all right, all right. We'll save that. I might have gotten We'll save that for another show. I don't know, I don't know. yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's like well, a that, whole month of shows right there. Oh yeah, yeah. That what we'd have to. That that's a two-hour special, easy. So <laughs> absolutely easy. No, no, six easy. hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh, straight up bases. That's it. Not talking about anything. Yeah. That's some crazy shit though uh, about some of those deep underground military bases. And I'm not. I'm not. All right. We'll we'll talk about it on the next uh, on 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 a, on uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And remind me. Uh, so let's let's move along. We're we're actually running out of time, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna mow through the news really quick, man. Uh, so uh, let's see. Uh, in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, a uh, what in the fuck is this? A bull. <laughs> wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, listen. You know, I, I listen. We we've got to have a talk with uh, Madara and Crash about these uh, these ideas. Uh, anyhow, a judge, uh, a Bullitt County County District Judge, has dis <laughs> has dismissed all charges against a man who shot down a drone who said it was flying over his property. Uh, a court hearing for William Meredith began Monday afternoon after uh, he shot. <laughs> He shot down a drone uh, in Hillview earlier this year. Uh, Meredith said the operator was violating his privacy and spying on his family. But Hillview police arrested Meredith for firing his gun within city limits and charged him with wanton endangerment. Monday's hearing in Bullock County lasted just over two hours and based on the judge's ruling, William Meredith says he feels vindicated. Uh, but so basically, a uh, guy in Kentucky shot down a uh, a drone with a shotgun, uh, and uh, he was actually charged with uh, a felony over this. Uh, so you know, he, he look yeah, at you gotta, use a, you gotta use you gotta use a you know what he used a sh don't use a shotgun, dude. Use like a high powered like uh, BB gun or something. You know what I mean? Using a shotgun, you got neighbors yeah. next door. I mean, that thing could go all straight. Um, yeah, you're not, you're yeah. Not man. It's not a geese or a goose, you know. <laughs> I mean, geese, but hey, I, I got one thing to add to this though, which is kind of funny. I heard Disney is actually creating Millennium Falcon drones. So how funny is that going to be if you're sitting in your backyard with a shotgun and a Millennium Falcon flies by? <laughs> <laughs> you got the tie fighters? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Uh, we, we I, I, all right. Let's let's keep the ball rolling here. <laughs> um, uh, the competence of the U.S. military came into focus uh, last week as a uh, high-tech U.S. military blimp designed to detect missile attacks came loose and uh, just floated around in Maryland and Pennsylvania while dragging more than a mile of cable and knocking out power lines and tearing shit up along the way. Uh, this was uh, the U.S. military's uh, top-secret high-tech blimp. 
and uh, they say it was to it's to design missile attacks and all that shit. But basically, folks, uh, these blimps are designed to spy on you and me. Uh, and so one of these things got loose. Uh, the military uh, scrambled a couple F-16 fighter jets to keep an eye on it as it uh, just, you know, floated around uh, like a happy little blimp. Uh, it was part of uh, the blimp. <laughs> the blimp is part of a $2.8 billion army program. Uh, it finally came uh, to rest in a rural wooded area uh, around Exchange, Pennsylvania, a community outside Bloomsburg, wherever the fuck that is. Uh, basically, uh, John Thomas, a spokesman for Columbia County Emergency Management Agency said there were no reports of injuries, but no, but had no more details about the landing. Uh, so basically, uh, here, here is a uber expensive balloon. Uh, and it got, it it broke loose from its tether, uh, and it just kind of, uh, drifted around until it, uh. Sounds like, it kind of sounds like we're going back in time. Didn't we use these things in, like, World War One, Like, uh, the Zeppelins and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and they're full of shit, man. You know, they're, they're, you know, designed to uh, detect missiles. I mean, you know, really, uh, really. All right, that's all I'm going to say about that, uh, dude. We are we're straight running out of time. Uh, there, we have about three more. We have about two or three more stories, but I don't think we're going to get to them. Uh, we do. There are some events coming up. Uh, we uh, November the second through the fifth, uh, and that's in 2015. So that would be tomorrow through the fifth. Uh, the International Conference on Coding and Cryptography. Uh, that's hang. That's going on in uh, Algiers. Uh, and if you're not sure where Algiers is, that's in Algeria. Uh, for, for more information, uh, go to usthb.dz forward slash spip.php question mark article E1037. That is the International Conference on Coding and Cryptography, November the 2nd through the 5th uh, in Algiers, Algeria. Um, and on November the 4th, you have the Cybersecurity Expo, uh, going down, uh, in London, uh, in Westminster. Uh, and for more information on that, check out, uh, cybersecurityexpo.co.uk. Uh, those are two events coming up. Uh, so be sure to check them both out. And again, uh, support your local cryptographer. They really love you. Uh, you know, I was also going to speak about the uh, Amazon Echo, but we, we literally, uh, we have uh, just mere minutes left. Uh, so w- I guess we'll, we'll chat about that next week. Uh, uh, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, it's uh, twitter.com forward slash gummo dot X or gummo XXX. And uh, also feel free to reach out, go, reach out to us uh, at the website. It's hackers dot XXX. Uh, from the website, you can listen to high quality versions of, uh, this radio show and, uh, also, uh, look at, uh, some cool imagery as well. Uh, again, we are on, uh, Twitter. We are on the internet archives. We are also at hackers.xxx. Uh, and, and you can email me. It's gummo at hackers.xxx. Uh, and eventually I'll get around to getting a, a .com, but for now, just give it a shot. If not, uh, just um, ping me on 
uh, Twitter and uh, we'll, we'll see about uh, getting back to you. Um, I don't like it when you DM me. Please don't send me any uh, direct messages. Uh, I do accept direct messages, but uh, if, if you're just there to say hi or anything, uh, that's cool. But uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to, uh, I'm not here to hang out with you on Twitter. Uh, again, we'll talk about the Amazon Echo next week. Uh, and we just told you how to get in contact with us. Ice, dude, I love you, man. Thanks for jumping on the show with me. I wanted to send a special thank you to uh, a few people. Uh, most specifically, thank you to Apple and Stone for the great music and the support. Uh, everybody support Apple and Stone. These two guys are amazing musicians. Uh, check them out at appleandstone.com. Uh, I wanted to uh, send a, a warm uh, and, and lovable thank you to uh, Gail. Uh, Gail, you know who you are. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm doing it, and, and hopefully uh, I'm doing it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm making you smile. Gail, you know who you are, and, and without Gail, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this uh, radio show tonight. So thank you, Gail. I love you very much. Uh, thank you to, uh, again, thank you to Apple and Stone. Uh, thank you to Madam. Uh, you know who you are. Thank you for the smiles. I love reading your emails. Uh, Angela, uh, thank you for all of your hard work uh, that you put on for the show as well. Steed, Crash, Mandara, all you guys. Ice, dude, thank you so much. Uh, you all are you all are just truly amazing people, and I'm glad to have uh, everybody, uh, all of you uh, around me. Uh, it, it certainly makes me... Uh, uh, feel warm all over and and I, I sincerely mean that uh, again so uh, feel free to reach out to me on twitter twitter.com forward slash gummo xxx hackers.xxx is our website ice you got anything else to throw in before we uh shut this thing down no man it's a shame we didn't have more time we're just gonna have to make this show two hours brother <laughs> I hear you, man. Yeah. And you know, maybe uh, maybe we'll give our listeners an extra treat, uh, either for Thanksgiving or Halloween, or Thanksgiving for or for Christmas rather. Halloween just ended, uh, but that's it, folks. Uh, my name is Gummo. Uh, you got ice on the other end, and this is Transmit Show Number Thirteen. It is totally in the bag. We're coming to you from downtown Chicago. Please. Uh, be sure to uh, support the EFF. There you are out there, EFF.org, uh, AppleandStone.com, uh, and check us out at Hackers.xxx. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, send a uh, special shout-out uh, to uh, my colleague Dave uh, and my, my other former colleague Jackie. I just wanted to say hi and, uh, and uh, thank you again to everybody for uh, tuning in to the show. We will be back next week for show number 14. One four. Uno quattro. <laughs> and this is on the right. This is transmit show number thirteen. We are signing off. We are about to uh, stop transmitting. Uh, but seriously, folks, thank you again, uh, and we'll see you next week on uh, 